best League of Ireland podcast in the business. This is Off The Ball. Now, Shamrock Rovers drew 2-2 with Bran in Norway the other night on Thursday. Roberto Lopez popped up with a 94th-minute equaliser. So, two away goals for the Hoops. They're back in Dublin for the second leg at 8 o'clock this Thursday. And Pico, or Roberto, as he's better known, also joins us on the line. Roberto, how are you? I'm good, Jamie. Good. How are you? I'm great, thanks, Roberto. Not bad at all. Now, we're speaking on Sunday before a big week in Europe. And I've just watched back the uh, video of your 94th-minute equaliser for Rovers against SK Bran in Norway. Jack Byrne whips it in right-footed and there's Roberto to head into the back post and dramatic celebrations afterwards. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant, obviously, because um, we had a few chances in that game and we were just unlucky not to take them and we felt we deserved to get an equaliser at the very least. Um, so it was just great that um, to, to get one and being last minute, obviously, all the emotions are running high and it was great to kind of uh, give something to the fans that travelled to uh, something to bring back to Talia now as well. Like, so we were just... Just yeah, just watching back the highlights and listening to the analysis by Pat Fenlon, he said all game that he felt Brand were not very organised on defensive corners and defensive set pieces. Is that something you sensed earlier in the game? And obviously, it worked, paid dividends for you guys and for you personally, literally with the last kick. Uh, yeah, I think it's something we spoke about, and it's it's probably um, not really much down to how Brand defended, but we just we know ourselves that Jack's delivery is is second to none like so we we knew we'd be a danger from any set piece free kicks corners like and then um, I think it, we showed on the night like I think two assists um, the first goal he puts in an, an amazing ball that I've gotten close with but it's gone in, in off your uh, the brand defender and the, the second one was another unbelievable ball he just hung up there for us to attack like so we know we're going to get chances off Jack's delivery and then um, again it showed on Thursday night yeah, and I'm sure you can do all of the, you know, opposition work and video analysis as you want on loads of different aspects, but I know managers do focus a lot on set pieces and that's something obviously that has worked for you guys in terms of, of what happened on Thursday and for you as one of the main rovers attackers, I'm sure Stephen Bradley does place importance on you in the box as one of those targets for Jack to hit. Yeah, well, there's, I think there's the other things myself, Lee, Joey and Ethan who was there playing as well, like we normally have a good house with the ball, like so. The man obviously said to us, like we should be scoring more with the delivery that uh, Jack has, like so. It's it's something that we have, we've worked on ourselves and training, like just getting that timing right, because we know the delivery is going to be there. We just need to be at the other end of things, like and and thankfully I managed to get my head to it uh, the night, and it was, it was just a great feeling, like. Yeah, when you have someone like Jack Byrne and. I've said this before, I'll say it again, I think Sean Cavanagh has the best left foot in the country. Actually, I actually think he's the best player with the ball, the most talented passer and crosser and kicker of a ball that there is on the other side. So to have people like that and others to whip balls in for you, I'm sure gives you great belief every time you go in the box, whether it be a, a wide free kick, maybe even across an open play or a corner in that case, that either Cavo or Jack or whoever is going to pop it right on top of your head. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, what you said about Sean is, is spot on. He's got unbelievable ability, and um, not just with his, with his passing, but his football brain is, is second to none. And, and, and Jack, I like, you hear all day as you talk about how good Jack is. Um, but uh, yeah, like I think it's with the delivery that we, we're getting into the box, you're just hoping that you get your timing right and you're, you're in the right area at the right time because you know it's going to be good quality. You just need to get good contact on it and it'll cause goalkeepers problems. So um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a weapon we're looking to exploit for ourselves. Roberto, explain to me the feeling of knowing that the ball's hit the back of the net, knowing the importance of the goal, given that it is a second-away goal, and then 
those crazy celebrations afterwards because I'm sure scoring a goal in Europe so late and so important as well away and you know there's a, an unbelievable support of Shamrock Rovers fans over there as well to celebrate with yourself and the players Yeah it, it was mental as you said I think we, we've had a few set pieces in that game and then obviously I got close to one to, in the first half to get our equaliser and I was just saying to myself going up there like just time and time and time because it's, it's easy to get like carried away with the time when they're out that like I just need to run here, run into the box and you nearly run yourself past the delivery. So it's just kind of trying to calm myself in the last year moments and say just get a look, good look at the flight and, and go attack it and go attack it. And thankfully I, I did manage to keep the, the header down and it, it went in and it just after that it was just pandemonium. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, Lee Grace came nearly rugby tapping to the ground so I tried just to burst away because it just had all that nervous energy after scoring, uh, after waiting for the delivery and then scoring just to just to run. And I think I ran, I tried to do a tumble and that didn't turn out too well. But uh, it, was, it was just brilliant. Like It was it was an equaliser, but it felt like a winner. So uh, um, it, it was great. It was great. Yeah, players, of course, sometimes injure themselves or sometimes actually it takes them five minutes after celebrating to actually calm down and get playing again because... You just literally ran and the players around you and you often see players getting a sly elbow off a mate by accident where they just run into their elbow and uh, thankfully you avoided any serious injury in your attempted celebrations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I managed to dodge a few few with uh, stray elbows and, and shoulders so uh, it was great. But yeah, like, I was exposing them. So it, was like, it was a great feeling because like, we all got to share it and again, the Travelling fans were ecstatic as well. Like, you could feel the energy on and off the pitch and it was just brilliant to be able to share it. And then, like for myself, it was great to be able to make up for, for giving away a panolic. So it was, I was just so relieved. Yeah, and great as well to be wearing the captain's armband. Very uncommon for a former Bowes man to be a Rovers captain, but great stuff to see Pico in the armband and, and scoring that goal. And it's ironic, Roberto, it'll now turn to the home leg on Thursday. I'm looking forward to being there at Tallis Stadium watching that. And you'll go from being an, you know, a player in the box on attack and set pieces. I'm sure you will be again, but at the other end, as a defender now yourself and, and Lee Grace and, and the rest of the back four or back five, if it's a three at the back, is tasked now with stopping Brand scoring an away goal. And if you can do that, you'll be into the next round of Europe because clearly they need to score at least two to take the game to extra time. And if you guys score, they need more than that. So, so now you focus on, on defending and, and, and making sure you keep that goal as protected as you can. Yeah, well, obviously we tried, we tried to do that. Every game they're trying get a clean sheet and that's our basis and I think most things what we do is comes off the back of our defensive work whether we're, we're pressing in that shape or we're, we're, we're organised and we're, we're waiting for our opportunity to, to press. Um, like, I think we have two-way goals but that doesn't mean we can we can sit on our, our rest on what we have. Like We need to go and attack the game still, play the game in its mirror and and look for the win like, because it's these European games where you think you're, you're home and joy and you go out and get spanked by a really good team. So um we yeah, we'll be looking to kind of approach the game the right manner. Like it's a new new leg, second only half time really like so um we're not looking to kind of hold on what we have. We want to go and win the game. Yeah, SK Brand currently sixth in the league over there. Roberto having played against them now, what do you make of them and what threats will they pose at Tallis Stadium on Thursday? Maybe for people who didn't see the game and who'll be heading along and are expecting Rovers again because you scored a couple of away goals to go and, and, and you know definitely get through. These are obviously a very, very good team and will be coming to Tallis themselves to try and do to you what you did to them away and, and get a couple of away goals. Yeah, we, we knew they were going to be a really good team. We watched a few clips of them and then even playing against them. And... You, you knew they had some really good players. I think the the attacking players, especially the movement, was was very good. 
Um, they might have underestimated us a little bit. Um, probably got that sense tonight, but I, I think they'll be talking about that and addressing that, and they'll be coming here to Tallaght with a real determination to to beat us and to get through. Like so, we have to be ready and prepared for the backlash of the the, the previous performance away in in uh, Brand. Um, but um, we're we're fully aware of that as well, and we'll be preparing and we're kind of looking forward to the second leg because we know the job isn't done and we want to get through. Like so, um, it should be a cracking game. Roberto, how would you describe a European night in Tala and what would you say to either Shamrock Rovers fans or any neutrals around about going to the game? Because I was at Intricor on, on Thursday of, of last week for the St. Pat's game and they only had the two stands open, but there was still an unbelievable atmosphere. And with the extra stand now in Tala, you know, I can't imagine Bram will bring thousands of fans over and there is, you know, more capacity now to fill in the stadium in Tala and you'll want it to be as full as possible to cheer you guys on on Thursday. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a special night because they don't come around that often, and you get to to see teams that like you might have never even heard of or, or, or never get the chance to see. Like, so it's right on our doorstep. And as you say, it'd be it'd be a packed Tallis Stadium, which is which is a great sight any day of the week. And so a European night would be a great spectacle, and um, I'm sure we'll get a, a really good crowd, get like a really good tra- crowd travelling. So I say, there's people dying to go to the to the game uh, from our end and. If anyone's lucky enough to get a ticket, like I'm sure they'll be in for a really good game. Yeah, I really hope people do turn out. And not just Rovers fans, but any neutrals as well. It's the only game on in Dublin this Thursday. It's a European game as well. St. Pats are away, Cork City are away, Dundalk are away as well. So it's the only actual European game in Ireland. And you would hope for 15 quid for adults. And I'm sure it'll be cheaper for older people or younger people to go and, and watch the European game as well. And Roberto, watch the Shamrock Rovers style of play that you know, has impressed so many people this season, has built so many league points and, and clearly has helped you in Europe as well. And I said it last Friday or the Friday before, but when you played Dundalk in the league, even though you lost, the first half performance was as good as I've seen a League of Ireland team with the ball probably ever against a very good Dundalk team. And I don't need to list off the number of midfielders in your team, in your bench and sitting in the stands that can pass the ball and get on the ball. And of course, Alan Manis, centre-back's getting on it too. We mentioned the full-backs too. And and all that sort of stuff. How much do you feel the style has helped you in Europe and, and maybe will help you in this home game on an unbelievable pitch in Tala with the amount of players on your team that can actually keep the ball and create things? Yeah, it, 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 it gives us confidence because we know we have players in the team, like you said, that can take the ball under pressure and can can pass with unbelievable accuracy. And I think you need, you need that going into Europe because uh, the team that has such high quality that if you're not keeping the ball, they'll keep it, they'll make you walk for it and they'll punish you when they do win the ball back. So it's important to, to have that courage to get on the ball and use it and um, create opportunities. And like you said, we've got plenty of creative players in that team and um, the, the style suits them the way, we, the way we play. It's getting them on the ball and, and letting them do their stuff and trust their stuff. And uh, it really has helped us uh, thus far. So we, we need to believe in that now again, going into Thursday and, and hopefully we get the result. Yeah, I think that word belief is very important. I remember one of the other games this season at Tala, you played against Bohemians and, and Aaron McNeff actually kicked the ball out for a corner and you were trying to play out and it went from Alamanis to maybe straight to Aaron, maybe it was to a centre-back and, and maybe into Aaron and it went out for a corner. And I sat there thinking, do you know what, that's actually really, really interesting to see because it's not often that a, a League of Ireland team would risk the ball 
to play out from the back as much as you guys have, particularly this season from what I've seen. And, and clearly, you being a centre-back, you're in the first line of, of passing for Alan Manis. So how have you found that? And I, I'm always fascinated to watch the managers in these scenarios. And even though maybe some of the fans might get a bit nervy, Stephen Bradley straight away will encourage you guys to go and get on the ball again, which is something, again, that we don't see overly often in the league. And there has been times where you guys really have risked it. If you get out, it's brilliant. And if you don't, you try again. Yeah, well, this is it. Again, like it, it, it's something we walk on in training. It's not something that we do kind of show up on the night and kind of go, right, we'll, we'll just try this and if it comes off, it's brilliant. No, it, it's something we walked on and it's something that we we have to trust in because the players that we have in the team, like our style and play, it, if we were just a team to go long, I don't think the players that are playing week in, week out would be would be near the squad. Like it, it just wouldn't suit them. Like So we have to play to our strengths. And like you said, me and Lee, or Joey, whoever's playing centre-half, like we're very important in, in getting those players on the ball. Like So we have to be confident to take the ball off Al. And to be fair, Al has no problem and he's he's a very good with his feet. Like he'll, he'll give you the ball and you'll be prepared to take it and, and be brave enough to, to make the next pass and, and take the ball again if, if the next pass doesn't come off. Like So it's something we've we worked on, it's something we talk about and we know what we have in, in our team and I think it's the, it's the best way to utilise, utilise um, them strengths. And has that been a big change for you, Pico, given that, for example, when you were at Bowles, maybe the side would have been a little bit more direct. And even, you know, maybe towards the start of your time at Rovers, it would have been the same. But to be able to, you know, for the manager to say to all of his players, listen, I want you to get in the ball. Obviously, don't, you know, don't take the piss and, and give the ball away in our box. But at the same time, you have to weigh up the risk against the reward. And if you're getting on it and you can get the ball to any of those midfielders, you know, in a good position, they've got a great chance of playing the next pass forward and so on. But you're also aware that if you lose it, you know, there could be immediate danger. Yeah, look, as you say, it's, it's probably not something that I've been used to. Like in, in my career playing out, I've, I've normally been um, probably more direct. And um, I've le- it's something I've learned over the last like few years and got really comfortable doing through our, through our training and obviously through games. And yeah, it's like, I think we, we've all made mistakes, but it's like, as I said, it's like having the courage to to trust in what we're doing and just with the purpose of getting chances out of it. So we, we need to back ourselves in that sense. And I think that's really helped as well, the confidence that you've seen our performances and, and the points we've gained now this year um, by playing the way we have. Like we, we see no, no reason to change it and we just need to keep believing and believe that we'll, we'll be successful in the, the way we play. And again, there's, there's a lot, lots to go in, in this season and we've given ourselves another little opportunity in Europe. So, um, again we just need to believe in it and back ourselves and, and trust what we have Yeah really great chance to get through in Europe as well and with the FAI Cup to come and the rest of the league campaign even though there is that 8 point gap lots to, to go for Rovers Roberto last day I just wanted to ask you about Alan Manis your goalkeeper and it's just uh, 15 goals conceded in the 24 league game so it's the second best defensive record and you know I'm not going to list off the, the number of, of Shamrock Rovers goalkeepers in recent years that, that maybe weren't number one and, and Stephen at times was you know changed between goalkeeper A, goalkeeper B, and goalkeeper C, and and, and there were some mistakes that, that led to goals and stuff. I can't remember Alan Manis making a serious mistake since he's come into the Shamrock Rovers team. How big of a boost has that been for you guys at the back and overall to have a goalkeeper of his ability and you know to know you can trust what's behind you with the ball, shot stopping, crosses, everything. That you know he's just giving you guys such a solid base to build on. Really, certainly from what I've seen. Yeah, Alan is, is tremendous. Yeah, spot on, Jamie. He's he's absolutely brilliant. Like I think you can you can see and from myself, I've never walked for Alan. But since the first day he came in the dressing room, just like you look at his presence and you, and you feel it. He doesn't really 
really saying much and if he does you're listening but you could just feel his presence and it just gives you a lift and, and gives you confidence and to say we've got a really, really top top keeper here. So um if 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 I make a mistake you know you're gonna get a chance to get back or I'll well save you like and um it's just great and the information he does have from his, his time playing in Scotland and the level that he's played at even here and, and in Europe, it's just invaluable and he's he's always there for advice. But um uh, as a, as a goalkeeper, he's he's probably the best I've I've played with. Like, and he he just gives you that confidence when you've got you now you've got such a top player uh, in your team and and behind you, especially the centre half. Like, um, just again, it gives us confidence. And now, yeah, we're more than capable of getting clean sheets, and we're more than capable of getting on the front foot and playing from our uh, our goal kicks. So, um, yeah, he's been absolutely brilliant. That I can't say enough about him. Yeah, looks like a scary guy too. I wouldn't like to cross him or uh, or give him a bad back pass. Yeah, exactly. It's fair. As lovely as I say, um, he doesn't really really say much when he when he does say something. You're listening because yeah, I was afraid to offend him. But um, now he's a top lad. Al. He's he's really good around the dressing room, and uh, he's he's a top top goalkeeper. Yeah, of all the Shamrock Rovers signings, Jack Burnett, you know, all these great players. I think Alamanis has probably been the key one given the goalkeeping issues that Rovers have had and has been so good as well as the rest of the, the Rovers team this season. Roberto, thanks a million for your time. Enjoy the week of training and the week of build-up and uh, enjoy the game, of course. Best of luck and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Jamie. All the best. Yeah, Shamrock Rovers against Bran at Tallis Stadium this coming Thursday at 8 o'clock. The best League of Ireland podcast in the business. This is Off The Ball.